Okay, so today I was going to talk about being a loner. I don't really know if it's a loner because that's the same thing as being set aside for the glory of God. So most people who are set aside are usually loners. But then there are some people who just like to be alone because it is more peaceful and they understand themselves and they don't have to deal with outside interference. So I was going to talk about, I guess, the pros and cons of being a loner. Okay, so most of the pros are you understand that being alone gives you time to reserve your energy, gives you time to fill up on what you desire, fill up on what you want. It gives you time to develop your own style, your own skills, your own talents, your own gifts. It gives you an idea of what you want for you because you have that alone time. People who have a long time are usually mentally strong. They are usually emotionally dependent and they are usually uh, emotionally independent and usually emotionally available to people who don't necessarily spend their time alone. And they also have an understanding that may be different from everybody else's because they have a long time, which causes them to be analytical about things and causes them to think more with their minds rather than their emotions. They don't give into the emotions easily. They may depending on the circumstance, but normally when you are a loner, you have mental strength. Now, some of the cons of being a loner or isolated or set aside is different words that people use. Some of the cons are you may become, you may become depressed if you spend too much time alone. And some people who spend time alone it's hard for them to receive new information or new ways of living because they are used to their alone time. They are used to their incubator. It's like, this is what I know. This is what I have. This is how I follow my guidelines. They have this little box or this little circle and no one can interfere, which is okay because you have to think for yourself and you can't let people mold you. But if they are offering assistance to help groom you i guess that is acceptable but as a loner you start to feel like anybody who gives you advice or wants to help you you feel like they're ostracizing you or putting you down or belittling you when that is not the case it's just that you are used to making decisions for yourself that when somebody comes in and offers you a better way of looking at things it allows you to be defensive because you're not used to an extra person being there you're like oh no what are you saying my way doesn't work and that is not the case. Sometimes it's not the case. Now, sometimes it is, but everybody knows the difference. I don't want to talk too much about, you know, anything that's not productive to the message that I'm trying to give. So, okay. The other thing about being a loner is you don't, it's hard for you to work with groups. Now, you can work with groups and be in groups, but the hard part about it is a loner is very visible. You know, sometimes you want to be invisible and just blend in. But if you are a loner, you're not going to be invisible. People can tell. They can sniff that out and tell that you only spend time alone or you only spend time with yourself because of your presence, because of your aura, because of your swag, because of your style, because of the way you communicate, the way you do things. And most loners are shy. They are quiet. So when it comes to a group, they don't normally speak up right away. 
they may or may not, but they are shy automatically because they know it's like I haven't been around anybody but myself. So when I come around you, I don't know how to not communicate, but I'm not used to this setting. So I have to feel loners like to feel the place out before they just open up. There we go. They like to feel the place out before they open up, which is a good thing because you're supposed to be aware of your surroundings. But the bad thing is people can tell that that is what you are doing. So then they draw nigh unto you and they want to pull things out of you before you are able to reveal them or they want to be so close to you without understanding who you are because they understand that you are the loner. So it's like they want to get close to you, but at the same time, they want to um, maybe advise you or maybe, how do I say this? Maybe understand you more without understanding you because when loners are in groups, people, the group wants you to understand the loner. <laughs> they never want the loner to understand the group. I mean, the, the group never, I said that backwards. The group wants you to understand the, them. They don't want to understand the loner. So the thing with loners is they have advice for the groups. They can help the groups because this is the special, I guess, gift about a loner. They can see all five people and see how all five people relate and not relate and how the group could be evolved to a deeper level, which is cool, but the loner is never accepted in that way. Like they might be accepted by two people and the other three people are like, well, how do you get to come in and tell us what we have been doing in our group? And the loner's intent is never to startle anybody or make anybody feel like what they have so far isn't working. The loner's main focus is to show them that there is always a different way. Well, the group is always trying to show the loner that there's always a different way. And the group's main motive is to make the loner feel like, hey, you need us more than we need you. Both parties um, are helpful to each other because the, the group teaches the loner that um, cooperation is key and that it is okay to be in a group and being around more people allows the loner to see every part of themselves or things that they missed while they spent time alone. And the loner's job with the group is to show them that, hey, it's always a missing formula. And there's always something that you can add to your your flavor if you're making Kool-Aid. Because you know when you make Kool-Aid, you make um, you know, the sugar the water and the strawberry where the loner would come in and say, Hey, why don't you add lemonade to that? Even though they have the strawberry lemonade package, I'm just saying, why don't you add lemonade to that and make an even better flavor or add blueberry and make an even better flavor? Not saying that the flavor is off or the formula is off, but the loner says, Hey, I got another special ingredient because remember in groups, they already agree mainly on one thing. So the loner comes in with this other thing that is, it, it, it accompanies the groups, recipe but it also offsets it it's like i'm adding a special spice but it's not going to take from your flavor we're still going to have your flavor but this is a different spice to um amplify what you have because we know group settings are i don't want to say they're competitive they are competitive with other groups the main idea of groups is to have my group you have your group i have my group and they don't tend to be competitive but we all know everybody goes around looking for the best group out there to help them so then in that sense of the word groups are competitive to a certain extent so the loner comes in and advances the group that is already in the situation that they are in but this is the secret of the loner the loner goes from group to group to group to group to group and help them but the groups have to understand the loner's position and the loner 
loner has to understand the group's position. I don't mean to say loner. Um, another person is set aside for the glory of God. And they are called rebels too because when loners come in and amplify what the groups have, they are viewed as rebel. Like, oh my gosh, who sent you here? You know, they are viewed as off to society. So that's why loners tend to spend time alone, isolated from the world. Not because, and they can't, and I, like I said, the cons can't be that they get depressed, but they're not usually depressed beings. They are beings who are super energetic because you have to be an energetic being to spend time alone and not get so low, but they have to suppress sometimes how they feel because the group's intent is to make them feel as if their one opinion doesn't matter when society knows that one person can change the world, but people like to put it as, no, we need the whole group. Well, the the loner's intent is to show the group that, yes, you can do it that way, but that's also something you can add to. Now, the loner never tries to take from the group. The loner is there to balance out what the group already thought before the loner came, but the group is so busy attacking the loner and making the loner feel like a rebel that, you know, the growth that's supposed to be shared between the group and the loner is immediately doused out. That fire that could have been there is doused out with water. Now, the group can go on and excel. The group can continue the way it was, but they missed the lesson that the loner taught. And the loners sometimes walk away um, maybe depressed or sad or rejected. That's why loners, um, the kind of, is also that loners get rejected a lot, but they also learn. Now, the group may have not ever learned from the loner, but loner, but the learner but up. Sorry, the loner learned from the group. And sometimes the group members look back like you remember that one person that never came back. Wasn't that person so weird? They might say that, but it's also going to be a person who said, you know what? They had some good advice, though. Some of the stuff they said was very um, um, trustworthy or it was very helpful to the group. So the loners, they only tend to help groups for a certain period of time and they have to go because they feel their rejection upon them or they feel those stares coming down from groups. So the whole loner group aspect is kind of deterred in society, but it's supposed to be a balance, but it's kind of, mm, it's not where it could be as far as society is concerned. If people were to look at it in the eyes of each other, if the loner looked in the group's eyes and the group, group looking in the loner eyes, they would understand. But as I said, loners usually go from group to group to group to group. And I tell you, learners, they learn a lot because they have been in more groups. So when people see them coming to the group, they're like, you're weird. And the loner is like, well, hey, I just left another group that did the same thing. But this is what I learned and this is what I understand. Now, they might not tell the group, but they understand that they are there to learn from the group and give the group some advice that they learned along the way or something that they analyze. And another aspect of a loner is they analyze things differently than everybody else which is why they get so much backlash because remember people can look at one object and see two different things well the group's idea is for all of them to look at that one object and see one thing which is whatever the group leader points out and then the loner comes in and says hey group leader i see your apple i want to make it a pie you know i want to make it an apple pie you know i see your apple and i want to make it an orange whatever the loner is thinking at that time that is what they would say and the loner is not trying to take from the um, group leader or the group the loner is adding and that is the aspect of um teacher versus student that's when that comes into play it's supposed to be because we realize that everybody's a teacher and everybody is a student but some teachers are threatened by students and some students feel um, rejected by teachers or feel like they can be in a teacher place. And that is when the whole um, 
beauty of what was supposed to happen is taken in vain. And that is when things will happen in the group and the loners will, will separate because nobody wants like a big cat fight or, you know, even God wouldn't want a group to just go completely left because of the lesson that everybody missed. So the loner teaches the groups and the groups teaches the learner loner. If we, I don't want to say loner, the rebel or the, Whatever you label it as, if we look at it in that way. But the good thing about the loners is, like I said, they go from group to group to group. And people who are in groups, they tend to stay in their group for a long time. And they do grow and they do groom into beautiful, amazing people. But they miss out on the other groups that could have helped another part of them. Because remember, each group develops a part of you that you already have or that you are not knowing of so that you can be the full person that you are. Because we don't have just a mind. We have a heart, body, soul. So each group connects you to that part of you. Now, one group may connect you to every part of you, you never know. It just depends on how God allows that group to cater to you. But for loners, they need, they desire to learn a lot. They desire to know. Some loners want, want to know everything, even though they can't know everything. But that is their desire to know enough, to be capable enough, to be um, worthy enough to be loved, to just be enough because loners have this feeling of rejection and not being enough. So they go from group to group to group to see what exactly they are missing within themselves. So they have the ability and the capacity to learn a lot and receive a lot and take a lot and deal with a lot to be able to become a lot. Well, I don't want to say become a lot in the Bible. You know, a lot is in the Bible, but to be able to become enough because that's that's their motive they want to be enough of something of anything because they deal with rejection from this group so it's like when will i be enough so loners have that um unworthy feeling that's the cons of it that unworthy feeling that uh rejected feeling that i'm not good enough that i i need somebody or i you know just you know they have those feelings at times but they know when they go along they start to realize you know i am enough and loners don't really feel that much of it until they get in groups or until they get in relationships and that is when those tendencies will kick off and the loner knows to um, take off running <laughs> take off running for the hills or take off running to spend some time alone either to meditate or to um, release those feelings of unworthiness or rejection or um, pity or shame so that they can begin to become valuable again and learn the lessons they needed to learn throughout that period of feeling like they weren't enough in the first place and loners have this just they just have this feeling of not feeling good enough around people but they know within themselves that they are capable but it's all because they have the group and loner aspect so the group was more welcoming not to put out on the group but the group was more welcoming to the loner the loner would then be able to teach the group what they need to learn. And sometimes it goes in chaotic situations, but everybody still learns. But to make it a smoother learning pattern, groups would have to understand the loner and the loner would have to um, understand the group in the sense that it doesn't feel like the group is against them because sometimes loners automatically feel the group is against them when two people shout out but they never know it's three people in the corner who are like i'm not against you but i don't want to go against because you know you don't want to go against your group this is my clan i'm not against you personally but i can't go against my group either it's an even balance so the loner group thing could be very smooth and very peaceful and so much learning could take place if we understood the aspect of the group 
and the loner or the rejected one or the rebel or the black sheep or the, you know, whatever you label it as these days. But that is the pros and cons of the loner. And that is also the group loner aspects that people miss out on or that they very seldom mention. So I hope you enjoy it.